1: Hello. Hello. Nice to see your beautiful faces and smiles. Mm-hmm. Likewise. Thank likewise. you. Thank you. We're doing this on Zoom. It's wonderful. Um hey, you know, I have been ordering groceries for like a year. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um from like Publix though. And recently mm. I realized doing it all wrong. I should be doing it from Whole Foods.
0: Mm. Have Hot you guys ordered list. from Whole Foods? No, but okay. I've heard it's great.
1: You can do it like on your Phone with your Amazon app. Uh You just go to the Whole Foods section, and you can put everything into your Whole Foods cart. It's amazing. I love it for multiple reasons. They deliver it in like paper bags instead of plastic bags. They label all of the bags like chilled, like pantry, um, frozen. And in the frozen bags, they have these plastic white freezer things that keep everything cool. They'll put like the pizza beside it, or whatever your frozen fruit or whatever. So the other day, I wanted to order some lemon bars. Have you guys had these? They're so they like no. is it a frozen
2: or frozen or looks like a like a bar, bar? Oh, okay. So like an ice cream? Bar. Is it a dessert? Oh, okay. okay. A dessert? Oh, yes. Okay.
1: Okay. Like, let me tell you. When you're pregnant, it's summer. You're getting you these do lemon, lemon. You, you, you see are lemon. lemon bar- <laughs> I'm a lemon person. I see these lemon bars. I'm like in my cart. I want these. So. I put away all the groceries and I'm like, John, they forgot my lemon bars. Like I'm looking crisis. forward, like, I can't have this, I can't have the wine that you bought. Like, I, you know, I can't have this like cured bacon. Like a lemon I'm left. You need the lemon, lemon bar. <laughs> and I get it. it. hits me. I, I put away all the groceries. <gasps> i thrown away all the bags. And it hits oh, no. me. I say, stay right here, John. I walk outside to my trusty dumpster beside my house. <laughs> With a pair of scissors. Open they don't call up. you the
2: finder for nothing. They don't call you the finder for <laughs> open,
1: open up the dumpster, find that white freezer bag I was talking about, and realize I can cut this puppy open. And you know what's inside? A melted box bars. of lemon bars. Um, oh my goodness. What did you take John, them out and put do? them in your freezer? And, and John says, You know, I've been ordering some ice cream for weeks and it never gets delivered. Ladies, I have been throwing away ice cream for weeks. Unknowingly. Travesty. In the dumpster, like tens of dollars wasted because I had (laughs) no idea
0: that inside of this container was my ice cream. Um, I'm kind of confused. How does this, how does this, how does this happen? Like, is it like a bag? Like, how do you miss what's inside? Exactly.
1: It's like a sealed up thing. Like I don't know if you get a bag from Amazon, it's like, has the, you know, it's like completely sealed and you kind of have to like cut it to get it open. Like it's uh a sealed thing. It's big, it's cold. And they have, you know, they put some frozen things in the bag. What I didn't know there was ice cream inside of this container. It's not like you just open it up. You have to like cut into this thing. And I was like, what a waste for the environment. This thing is huge. And I have just been tossing my ice cream for Weeks
0: and So what? or so did you double? Did you did you did you save the lemon bars and put them back? In of, course your I say, of course, I save. Of course, I save the lemon bars. I put those melted lemon bars I mean, right
1: back in my freezer. This is good for you. The next day. This is
2: this is the woman who throws away her retainer, rinses <laughs> and it off, finds it back, and out. throws it back. <laughs> <throws it> back
1: <laughs> Son, no, there's no rinse. You just toss it back in your
2: mouth. <laughs> of course, she like she's pregnant. She needed those lemon bars. She I mean you're care.
0: you're like kind of a dumpster diver, Ingrid. Like I'm I never, a dumpster I, diver. I, and it's happening like in daylight. So my neighbors are really <laughs> like, watch, She's back
1: in the dumpster again.
0: My pregnant lady <laughs> back Whoa, in the wait, dumpster.
1: Wait, I want to know, like the lemon
2: bars, did they live up to your expectations? <gasps>
1: they were so oh, good. good.
0: And then I good. looked at the yeah. like
1: I looked at the back of the box. No, nope, don't do that. And I, I haven't don't. ordered them since because <clears throat> I mean, let me tell you,
0: girls. I will go through a box in like two days. They're so good. <clears throat> I, I wish I could should, like. Yeah, I, I wish, wish I could like that. make you unremember what the back of the box said and just Ted, like just what? enjoy it. Like you're, pregnant. I know. Enjoy it. I know. I know. I know. Why would you never look at the nutrition facts <laughs> on something that you enjoy? Like that's
2: like that's basically just a rule.
1: I didn't know you didn't
2: know it, but now that you know it, it. you will no longer do that. Well, I'm
0: so glad that you salvaged your lemon bars out of the dumpster. Now you know to like check the weird frozen bag. Like now all future desserts will be saved.
1: Saved. Happy house over here. (laughs)
0: Good to know. From the news desk. Let's get to something uh, slightly um, more pressing, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, the news of the day. <clears throat> so this article is called Parents Are Sacrificing Their Social Lives on the Altar of Intensive Parenting. Oh guys, this this was there's a lot to unravel in this article. This was a this was a good one. <clears throat> quick shout out to, to Katie Killen for finding all of our articles for these podcasts. She's amazing guys.
2: I'm going to just tell you, I assigned you this one because I thought Karen, perhaps you were someone who would, who felt like you should not sacrifice your social life on the altar of intensive parenting that you are anti this. Is that correct?
0: Um, yes, yes. I do think you should keep your own correct being an I identity that you had been when having kids yes yeah but there's so much more in this article i found this yeah. fascinating yeah um it talks about the author talks about um growing up in the 60s what life was like back then and i loved this line she said Mom and Dad went out. Mom and Dad went out every weekend, and they never called it a date night. They just like went out because that's what they did. Fun. They that's had good. their own hobbies. They were in leagues and had like social engagements, and like nobody ever was like, "Oh, mom and dad are going out again." Like they're hiring another sitter. No, they just did it because that's what yeah. they did. And then she talks about. I'm trying to like cliff notes it here. She talks about how in the 80s there was this great risk shift, um, and it kind of goes back to some economic and health risks and there was kind of this big move um, offloading by the government and corporations onto families. And that really kind of shifted a lot of, especially when it comes to money, the concern back onto the family. So all of a sudden, families weren't making as much money. um, There weren't as many resources from the government and from the places where they worked. So it fell back on them. And so that's, this the author believes, is when things started to kind of shift, And, um, it also kind of, um, shifted into, we're more concerned for our children. Are they going to have enough money to get into the right college and yada, yada, yada. Um, and so it kind of just has over time over the decades evolved from a parents being very much like, look, yeah, we love our kids, but like, we got our own stuff going on to, okay, now we're going to put ourselves on the back burner all for our children Um, it was was very interesting to me kind of walking through all of this and, and what this author believes kind of happened, but it also talks about other countries, what they do and how we're kind of unique in this, like other countries, they have shorter work weeks, they have more resources available by the government. And so they don't have to worry as much about their kids. And it's, it hasn't, there hasn't been this big shift, like there has been in America. So I, I, I thought it was very interesting. What did you guys think? Do you agree that we are kind of like letting ourselves go to, better our children, maybe too, too much of an extreme. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I, I mean, you guys, I have been the older river gets, the more mom guilt I feel about like having a separate life or maybe not totally prioritizing. I'll just, uh, this is just like a quick example. We got a babysitter a couple of weeks ago and river for the most part has been really good with this babysitter. Um, and she's been kind of like, all right, bye. We're like, bye. Well, just in the past, like I would say, month or so, she it just started clicking with her that like mom and dad are leaving. Like as soon as this babysitter shows up at the door, she's like, stop, loses it. Yeah, and it is so. I mean, and I feel like if it, like if you're a parent, you know, it's so hard to ex- it's explain. If you're, I feel like if you're not a parent, you're kind of like that's sad, but you can. But like just it just really, and like the last time she did it, Brian and I got in the car and we were like. I don't think we can do this anymore. Like we're going to have to like start doing this like after River goes to bed, like, mm-hmm. and the and then we were both like, wait a second, she's safe and she's fine. And this babysitter is like CPR trained and we can't like sacrifice and alter our lives and our plans because our almost three-year-old is like having a meltdown that's kind of silly, right? Because she's like kind of unhappy that she has to be with a babysitter for an hour before she goes to bed. But like the pool of like just making sure that your child is, like, happy, you will, like, sacrifice yourself on the, you know, on the threshold of anything just to make sure that, you know, to feel like your kid is, like, feeling good. I mean, am I right?
1: No, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that's rare. I think a lot of the moms are yeah. like that. I mean, I'm definitely the mom that's, like, I... Cancel the dinner reservations. Like, just right. you know, like I'm. That's saying, where like, we
2: were. That's I, if it weren't for the fact that I thought I felt bad about the babysitter that we just made her
1: drive. Right. And like,
2: right. I, like that literally is like we were both Brian and I were both like on the verge of doing that.
1: You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've kind of always had an issue with this. I mean, I'm, I kind of, it's kind of so bad where I'm like, the closer the restaurant is to my house, like even the, the better. better I feel even if if it's just like a block away i'm like i feel just a little bit better just in case something happens i will be there in a jiffy like there's yeah. no dry mm-hmm. there's no issue um i've always been like this since having my first child and this pandemic has made it so much worse yeah like not only <laughs> i mean not only are we not doing anything but also we're spending all this time with our children so it's twofold. You know, I am getting this attachment with my children in a different way because I'm spending every single moment with them and same thing for them. They, they don't understand. Like even when they have to go to grandma's house, they're like, but what are you doing? I'm working, but well, are you going to pick us up? Like, yes, I'm going to pick you up. Like it's going to be, and I feel so bad. I'm like, I shouldn't feel bad. I'm like literally just going to work, not even doing anything fun. Yeah. So I think this pandemic is really making things, at least for me, it's making this whole like article, this whole thing they're talking about the separation for my children that much harder. And it's something I really, I like, I want to work on this. Like I want to have like separate, a separate life and be happy. And
2: well, that's Socialism. what I was say. And, and I feel like the way to happy parenting and a happy family life, like if you are not happy and feeling fulfilled, it's hard to do those things then for your kid, right? Like your kid, it thrives and flourishes in a household where mom and dad feel fulfilled and feel like they're, they have friends and that they have like a life beyond all of this, you know? Yeah, it's
1: just hard because a two-year-old doesn't understand that yet.
2: Right. Absolutely. I mean, River doesn't even have a concept of like, I mean, she's starting to get it a little bit, but like, you know, we talk about that Daniel, there's a Daniel Tiger episode, Grown ups come, come back. back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, we try to, you know, instill that in her, but I mean, it is true. Like at the end of the day, like if I know that it's just going to cause her like a little bit of heartache. I would gladly cancel the sitter, cancel the dinner reservation, cancel whatever, because just the idea of going through that and putting her through that is like misery to me, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, different, Karen. but well, I just, this is making me think of, this is pre-COVID, um, but there was a time when we had a sitter coming and it was like, we hadn't had a sitter. I think when it was when we had first moved here. I don't think we'd had a sitter, like since we'd moved here and we were like, finally a sitter, we're yeah. going to get to go out. Yeah. And Henry Right before she got there, fell and hit his head and sliced it open right above his eye. Oh, head wounds like bleed everywhere. He was bleeding profusely, and (laughs) it just makes me feel bad because you guys are like saying that you would like cancel reservations. We were like, mm, haven't had a sitter in a while. We kind of got to get going. Just a bandaid will be fine. Like, he should be all right. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> can you do like some butterfly stitches real quick? Like, you, what, yeah, like yeah, he'll
0: be okay. I mean, he we'll was, pay you an extra 10 bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, we were like, no, nah, we don't really want to like cancel the reservation. Well, I think we should just go ahead and go. I, 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 I don't know this
2: reminds me that baby wise book that a lot of people Mm -hmm. read Mm -hmm. I know you are like a fan of that book and I started to read it and then quickly realized that I just was probably not a baby wise person like I just don't some people aren't yeah I just don't have it in my like soul um but uh it and I thought this was like I remember reading this before I had river and I was like yep mm -hmm, I'm like down with this and like basically the crux of the beginning of the book like the forward to the book is that like mom and dad have to have like a core good relationship. And that's sort of, we talked about this in the podcast before, like that's mm-hmm. the, like, should be the most important thing in your life. And then like your relationship with your kids, if you have a good relationship with your partner, like will that will follow that you will, you know, be a good parent and your, your kids will do well. Um, and I remember thinking, yep, yep. This kid is not going to like rope me into, I'm not going to be this person. And then I had a kid and I was like, yeah, no, I mean, mm-hmm. this that's not. Like that's just not happening,
0: you know? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big baby waste person and I do think it's all about what you you know, a, a, and it's always just what works for you and what you're comfortable with, yeah. obviously. Um, and and I at times feel like I'm too much the other extreme. I'm too selfish as a parent because I'm like, I'm gonna do my thing, you guys will be fine. Hopefully. No, but I mean your kids are great <laughs> parents, so it's obviously working but, for you. I don't know. No, I don't know about you that. Are. I the thing the thing that really hit me in this article was talking about how many parents um, have, have less friends right now.
1: Oh, um, and this
0: was even, I don't think this is talking about the pandemic at all, but just, and then it got me thinking like, gosh, that is so sad. And I do think that's a hard thing. Um, and, it, and it even said at the end, like a quarter of parents hope that they'll be friends with their kids when they grow up. And I'm like, that's, that's a weird for me. So they're just that like, was weird not going to have many yeah. friends and then like be friends with their, I mean, of course you want to be friends with your kids when they're older. And I would assume that we would be, But, like, that's not enough. Like, you've got to be friends with people outside your family, too. Um, So that really got to me. And that really made me think, like, okay, we don't necessarily have to, like, be in a league or go on a date night every weekend. But, like, we need friends. We need some sort of social outlet as humans, as adults, you know, that's not our kids. Right.
2: Well, and then this article just talks about sort of like your kids start to feel resentful and sort of penned in because your, your parents have like basically put all this stock Mm. into you and you just, they, I mean, it's like a weird, you know, like kids don't want to be best friends with their parents. Like that's Mm. not the way like life was designed to go. So if you sort of put all your eggs in one basket with your kids, like, then you have nothing and your kids are like, go away. You're smothering me, you know? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same thing right.
1: with your husband. You know, you can't expect your husband to fulfill to all of those yes. needs uh, in, you know, beyond the bounds of marriage of friendship or, you know, having that, that girl time or whatever it may be, um, maybe a hobby, like same thing with your kids. You can't put that pressure on them. You know, mm-hmm. you need to expand your circle. <laughs> That being said, Katie and I were talking the other day, we were like, God, this pandemic, like we don't do anything. Katie's like, I don't even know who my friends are. Who are my friends anymore? (laughs) Like. Like, do we have friends? Do they even exist? I haven't seen them. Are they there? Like, I don't know. Who knows? Know if, um,
0: I mean,
2: guys, you guys are like, I don't, I literally, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think my nanny is my friend. Like,
1: yes. well, like, nanny
2: be my friend? Like,
1: Nanny girl trip?
0: Like, that's is that like, it?
2: That's like where I am right now. And I love her. And she is an amazing friend. However, I do not think those are the friends this article is like actually referencing. Also, if, uh, I would like, just like to talk about, who, like uh, it talks about how, like, in the 60s, parents had like social leagues. Like, what does that mean? Like, they were in like bowling swingers. Leagues. No, they're
1: swingers. That's <laughs> what that means.
0: are <laughs> okay. like, I don't know, really, but you, know, you know, put all your been... keys
1: in a bowl. It's like yeah. the 1950s, and they're like Can driving home with.
2: I mean, I'm not gonna lie, guys, this pandemic has been crazy. Like, I might like maybe we need a social <laughs> league. I do st- Like, yeah, like, let's put it, let's call it a social league in like quotations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in um, a bowling think- league. A bowling league's fine. A book club. Ingrid and I want to have a book club, so we're pretty oh, okay.
1: Safe. We can yeah. be a little cooler
0: than that. <laughs> I
2: think I think book article- cool. club. Hmm.
0: <laughs> or to decide. <laughs> I think this article is basically telling us that we need to do something. Like we need to get together. We need to have like a girls' trip. Maybe. I know.
1: We. I mean. Yeah, Katie and, and I have already does. been trying to talk about this. We decided 2022 is basically <laughs> the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's our year <laughs> that's that the next time all, we'll all be this is, free. like this is, this is we'll
1: i know so
2: ingrid and i you know we're on the same show but ingrid works at home and i work in the studio so we t- there's an inter like inter-office messaging system called Topline and we top line each other all morning long and the other day i was like i mean what will happen when one of us isn't pregnant and it's not a global pandemic
1: like what even is that world um <laughs> yeah i said what did the, you say the world will look like this we're going to mexico <laughs> For Karen's forty,
2: right. right? For Karen's twenty-two, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: bus twenty twenty-two. Okay, I'm
2: okay. sure the husbands that will, that love, the will love the that. anchor dad forty.
0: Wait, that's I do you turn, turn forty, 40 in twenty twenty-two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Karen never oh, knew that. How do you okay.
2: not? How do you like not even know this? How do you? I not was even know this? yeah.
0: Okay, all right. I'm in. Thank oh, God oh, you right.
2: have right. me. Thank God you
0: have me. Okay. Thanks for planning my fortieth in Mexico. Mom's the word.
1: This is a little something I bought for my son for Christmas, and we've just had so much fun with it since then. It's called, it's a cookbook. It's called The Complete Cookbook for Young Chefs by America's Test Kitchen. And it's designed for children to learn how to cook. Um, They say it's for a little bit older, like eight to 11 year olds, but that's kind of like the reading level, but it's a cookbook with pictures. So my five-year-old loves it. Um, it has breakfast, snacks, dinners, desserts, more than a hundred recipes. It has the step-by-step photos, tips and techniques of how to do things and how to do like everything, like how to use a knife and how to cut like a strawberry or how to, oh. you know, put like food onto the sandwich. Um, it, and they're very simple recipes. I mean, some of these recipes are like five ingredients, maybe to, up to 10 Um, and it's, what's so sweet is, you know, I like to cook and he's starting to like to cook. He, now he says he wants to be a chef every like Sunday. He knows, like we're kind of doing our grocery shopping and stuff on, as you guys know, um, whole foods, Foods. (laughs) Amazon app. And So he like goes into the pantry and he finds his cookbook and he picks out a recipe and usually like one dinner during the week, we'll do one of the recipes from the book now, do you want to eat them? I don't know. It's like butter pasta. Yes. Like we'll make, like, we'll make yes. like cornbread. It's like biscuits. Yes. You know, it's very like carb heavy. It's like sloppy <laughs> Joe's, like <laughs> that sort of stuff. But um, it's just really sweet and it's fun. And we, it's, a, it's a kind of an excuse to spend some time together. And I get to cook dinner at the same time. So it works. So no, anyways, you can get on Amazon. You can get on Amazon when you're doing your whole food shopping. Um, it's eleven eighty five, So it's super cheap. Okay.
0: Um, I have a quick follow-up to the Whole Foods. Do you have to pay for the delivery if you're an Amazon Prime person?
1: I think there's a small delivery fee if you want it within a certain time, perhaps. Mm. But I think usually it's like free. It's almost always free.
0: And right. you pay, okay. you know,
2: you pay for delivery for like we do Harris Teeter and you pay for delivery otherwise. I was just curious. Right. Yeah. 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 I might, yeah. I might
0: try the Whole Foods. Look into it. Look into okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: In other news, so this one was like well, a little. I, this That's was interesting weird. to me. Um, this is from She Knows, and it's a, it's they're talking about a Reddit conversation, and the title is "Is this single dad being quote weird by co sleeping with his four year old son?" So this dad writes on Reddit. He's a single parent. Um, the his son's mom hasn't been around um, since his son has been two. He's now four um he they just moved into a new place and the son is still adjusting to his new room and so he'll come sometimes come in and like sleep with his dad like crawl into bed with his dad and so his the dad's sister and her kids came over one night they're having a movie night and like a sleepover and then in the morning when the sister saw the dad um came in to ask him about breakfast and the son and the dad were sleeping in the same bed together and the sister like sort of approached him once they were up and said like, I think this is really weird and people will get like the wrong vibe from this. And, you know, I, I wouldn't do it. And the dad got mad and was like, dude, why are like, why are you going, like, why are you taking like this perverted view of this? And so Reddit users kind of weighed in. Um, and basically, I mean, I, and most people supported his, his point of view as if you're the only parent and this is the only affection this poor get poor kid gets then it's totally normal why you know why would it be weird that a dad is affectionate with his with his son and furthermore like kids co-sleep with their parents all the time why does it need to go to that you know like why do we need to to go that way with the thinking of this what did you guys think
1: yeah i think that the the sister overstepped here for sure um i hate that her mind went there Um, and and especially it being like her brother don't, I mean, (laughs) maybe they don't have a good relationship. I don't know. But if you're having like movie night and sleepovers, I feel like you're probably pretty good friends. Um, but to just say like, Oh, people are going to get the wrong impression. I mean, first of all, this kid's not 15. he's four. And let me tell you, four-year-olds, you know what they do a lot? They wake up in the middle of the night and they get in the bed with their parents. Like that's what happens. It happens in my house. It happens in probably most households in which there are toddlers if they can yeah. get, get to your room. Um, and I also think it's, I think it's great for the dad to be open enough and to show his son love and affection. I, I think that's amazing. And for those... You know, okay, you know, that, that being said, I'm I'm also, you know, like worst case scenario mom over here, like, you know, you never know. And that's also true. But if this is the only like sign that the sister has, like, whoa,
0: you know, that's a little much to say that to your brother. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the whole thing is just weird. Like, of course kids are gonna snuggle with their parents. And how is that weird? Like, why would you even go there at four? Like, maybe if he's like 12. Yeah. But, I mean, it's mean, four. I, I,
2: I think the bigger issue is, is that like, it's funny how dads, the expectations Mm -hmm. and like the behavior expected of dads is different from the behavior expected of moms. And that's ludicrous, especially more so if you're the only caregiver, what if that dad, because he was like living up to those like macho ideas of what it is to be a dad. Cause you know, you, you know, people who do that kind of thing, like never like said, no, you're like, I'm, you know, I'm a man and you're a son and like, you're not lot, li- I can't be affectionate with you. I mean, that just bodes for a very poor childhood and like, who knows how that kid would have turned out. I mean, the dad says in this article that his dad was not very affectionate and hands-on with him and he wanted to do it in a different way. So it's almost like it's less about for me that the sister is, you know, the, the relationship between the brother and sister and just more about, it's just kind of sad because we live in a world and where that kind of thing you would even delete that. Like, yeah, yeah. That like, well, or just that like that kind of like relationship and affection and the love you show your kid has to be questioned and kind mm-hmm. of a, like you turn that relationship and that affection into something that's like not natural and not normal.
1: Like, well, why? and I think. And in addition to that, I think what you're getting at is you wouldn't say that if that was a single mom.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So what you're saying is like, like society is saying, like, if you're a dad and you're co-sleeping with your son, there might be something wrong with that. Now, if you're a mom, you'd never blink an eye. Right.
2: Right. Which you know, I like, we expect the same love and affection from fathers as we do from, from moms. Shouldn't that be the norm?
1: Well, and also we should highlight too, in this article says, look, there are a lot of bad people in this world. There are a lot of bad fathers. There are also a lot of bad mothers. Yeah. So you, you know, keep your eyes wide open, not just directed towards men. Right. Like
0: there have been awful things that happened from moms and dads. I say snuggle on, Dad. Snuggle, snuggle,
1: on, on. Up. snuggle on, snuggle it. on it. Snuggle it up. Also, I All hate right, when Ingrid, my son gets in bed because I don't get much sleep. I
0: know. I know. <laughs> well, is there is, the is that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So this article comes from a publication called The Diamondback. Um, it's an opinion piece, and the author is actually like a college student, so just keep that in mind. But. the the reason I like this article is because it brings up something that I didn't really think of before. Um, It's called, no one cares about women's health. The Johnson and Johnson scare reflects that. So the federal government paused the J&J vaccine after six cases of blood clots out of 7 million people who got it. That's 0.00009%. Some people say that the same concern and urgency Urgency, I think, is most important here, probably, because they—I mean—they pulled that immediately for Johnson and Johnson. But they're saying that this is absent from conversations about birth control, which poses an even greater risk than the J and J vaccine for these blood clots. So obviously, birth control and vaccines—they're two completely different things, right? But I think the point that this author is trying to make is to demonstrate the sexism prevalent in the medical industry in general the chance of getting a blood clot from birth control is 1000 times more likely than from the J&J vaccine from certain birth controls. So, you know, basically the vaccine impacts men and women, and it's given more intention than something that maybe just impacts women is, is what she's saying. I mean, these, there have been instances of blood clots in birth control for I'm sure years, and none of these are have been pulled or paused, at least, I mean, not to my knowledge, maybe they have. But I think the point of her article is like, look, like if this was just a women's thing, like, do you really think that we would have stopped this whole
0: rollout of this vaccine? Like maybe not. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. When I saw those numbers and I'd seen it in in some other news reports as well. But when you see the like one in a million versus um 0.3%. I mean it's like, what? How in the world that's so far a greater risk if this could come from a birth control pill than the vaccine? It just seems crazy. I mean, it's so drastic, right?
2: Yeah. And I mean, obviously the difference is is like these birth control pills, like come with that warning and the J&J right. vaccine <clears throat> new, did not right. come with that. It mm-hmm. did not come with that warning. I'm, I did get the J&J vaccine, just FYI. Karen, did you get J&J? Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously I've been following this uh, very closely, um, but it, it's funny, the risks that people are willing to take um, and how, what a big deal, this J J stuff has like, I mean, it's been splashed all over the place. Um, and some people are making up, like, I was kind of like, okay, what are the odds? Oh, okay. Like, um, it's fine. Moving you know? On. Yeah. Um, right. Um, so it's, but it's funny what a big deal has been made out of that. And I mean, honestly, there's risks with all sorts of drugs and antibiotics. And it's just interesting to see just how people sort of, put that in their brain and the way that they think about it. Right. And it it is like, I think maybe more importantly, is like, okay, so now we're going to go back and we're going to put this warning on the J and J and we're probably going to do some more, but it feels like, are there, I mean, this is 2021. Can we get a birth? Can we get some like more studies on birth control pills? Can we come up with a birth control pill um, or, you know, birth control methods that are less risky? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, right? I yeah, mean, I think that's kind
1: of what she's saying. Yeah. Like why yeah. isn't there more invested in women's health, AKA something that also could give you a blood clot and I don't right. know, potentially kill you. Right. When now you, again, you just threw a label on it and like, that's it. Like, well, right. will women have to get birth control somehow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was also crazy to, you know, in the article said preventable maternal deaths have increased in the United States since 2000. Yeah. Like but how are we've those going that. up?
1: Right, but But I'm just saying, like, it it brings
0: up that same point of, like, how is this happening to, like, why is women's health not more of a priority? It's, like, happening more in, like, western worlds
2: and medicine like 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 first world countries uh like it, the prevalence is like starting to tick up more so than in like some of the i mean we've done stories on we've done articles mm-hmm. articles on this on the podcast that like women just people don't listen to women i just feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of i don't know it's it's because it's women's healthcare people aren't as interested i mean there are people I just read a story recently about, and I can't remember what it was in. Maybe it was even something I was looking at for the podcast, but like, basically like people don't listen to women who just give birth. And like the incidents of like women who just give birth dying are up because women think that there's some issues. And it might even be in this article talking about about Serena Mm -hmm. Williams. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she had an issue when she was giving birth and she stood up and at first they were going to ignore her. And then she persisted. And it turns out she had like a major issue that could have been, that she could have died. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting to see all this stuff, how it develops.
0: Win of the week. After, I feel like it's, I think it's been nine months. It's basically like I've been birthing, going through maternity um, or <laughs> going through a pregnancy, <laughs> pregnancy, but I have finally birthed the child that is our basement renovation. Oh, is it and done? And I think it's done. You guys, like no. as of this morning, the final inspection has been called and is on his way and I mean there's still some little things to do but like you guys our marriage survived we have done it we have done all this work ourselves not all ourselves, but we've done a lot of it but um yeah we've got a basement so whenever you know it's possible again you guys are you inviting come us to our basement yeah come, basement party it's gonna be where the new social league is happening
2: Oh, oh good, like the, mm-hmm.
1: bowling, league? Mm-hmm. Yeah. the, the yeah. bowling league.
0: Yeah, the bowling league. Mhm. That's what we'll call okay. it. So, anyway, okay. good news All there. All
1: right. Good. Have Let's you watch. have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye. moms Thanks for listening.